Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're having such an incredible day today. I just want to glorify Yahweh with you. Will you come and glorify Yahweh with me today? Maybe get your cup of joe and sip it on a little bit and just relax in Yahweh. What an incredible time that we have to live in the kingdom of God. I want to relieve you of all stress today. I'm, you know, I'm going to be talking about prayer today. And I told the Lord, I said, prayer? You want me to do a podcast on prayer? Everybody knows prayer. That sounds so simple. That sounds so easy. But as I'm beginning to speak to you and the spirit of God is hovering over me, I can see the waters of Mim and woo, the angelic host that's listening and hearing. And he's telling me that prayer is sometimes the most misunderstood action in a believer's life. And the most powerful action in a beloved believer's life. Prayer. You know, um, Yahweh loves you. I love the scripture, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. This is John three sixteen and 17, probably the most familiar scripture in the Christian faith. But it speaks of the love of God of saying, I love you so much. I'm removing all condemnation. I'm opening the portal between heaven and earth again by my son, Christ Yeshua, that you can enter into a life of prayer. Now, I want you to look at a life of prayer, not just in the normal formula. You know, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord, my soul, the keeper, our father out in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Nothing wrong with these things. You have to start somewhere. But I'm also talking about prayer as a life. I don't mean walking around and just praying in the spirit all the time, though I would encourage you to do that because I do that a lot. But on the same hand, not making, making a ritual out of it of like I'm always having to pray, asking, wanting, wishing, hoping. A part of prayer is abiding in the words you pray, knowing and acknowledging that they're sitting on the altar of the Lord and they're being consumed as a sweet-smelling Savior before Yahweh's nostrils, being fanned by the fire of Yeshua and being breathed on by the wind of Holy Spirit that's going before the Father, that you are sitting in a restful place of knowing the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man, that's male or female, availeth much. And, you know, I used to read that in the old religious age of, oh my God, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. Am I righteous? Or did, I, did I not do something right today? Did I make some bad thought? No, 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 no. The effectual fervent prayer, the lover's heart of a son. Oh, come on. The lover's heart of a son. That's what he's saying. The lover's heart of a son of God. 
that's the effectual fervent prayer. When David cried, if you go read Psalms, David cried effectual fervent prayers before the Lord all the time. And a lot of times they were like, help, help me. I'm falling and I can't get up. Isn't that true? That, that's David. And guess what? The Lord considered that as effectual fervent prayer before the Lord. Why? It was under the heart condition. The heart condition. See, it's having a heart abiding in the secret place of the Most High. The Bible talks about us abiding under the what? Under the secret place of the shadow of the Lord. We'll find His safety. We'll find His strength. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm also talking about prayer of actual physical words coming out of your heart, coming out of your mind towards your father, speaking of the needs of the desires of the ambitions or the woes that you might have in your life. God loves all of these things. He desires communication with you. He desires communication from you. But he's just saying, you know what? I want it in an effectual, fervent way. The one of the lover's heart. Oh, come on. I can't get this part out of my spirit. The one of a lover's heart. Let me read something out of Psalms 119, out of the Passion Translation. I love the Passion Translation. It kind of shows, really, it, the whole thing is about the lover's heart of, of looking at the Scripture. In Psalms 119, 121, it says, I will follow your ways. Don't leave me to the mercies of those who hate me, Father, for I live to do what is just and fair. Let me hear your promise of blessing over my life, breaking me free from the proud oppressors. As a lovesick lover, I yearn for more of your salvation and for your virtuous promises. Let me feel your tender love, for I am yours. Give me more understanding of your wonderful ways I love this let me read just a little more I need more revelation from your word Yahweh to know more about you I love this part for I'm in love with you wow the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avail as much it's the love the love of God the love of a man toward God and this is a man that God said it was after his own heart now we all know the story of King David he wasn't righteous and upright in all his ways most of the time just like me and you he was human brought out some of the worst flaws in his life and Yahweh said he's my son after my own I love this go with me to Psalms 119 in the Passion Translation uh, let's go to um, 163. Now let's go to 161. The powerful elite has persecuted me without a cause. This dude was always whining and complaining. But my heart trembles in awe because of your miracle words. Even in the midst of his complaint, he said, but Yahweh, my heart trembles in you. Your promises are the source of my bubbling joy. You have ever had bubbling joy? It's like new romantic love from a distance. It's like just, woo, you can't get enough of it. 
He said, I have bubbling joy for you. The revelation of your word thrills me like one who has discovered hidden treasures. Oh, yes, Yahweh. I despise every lie and I hate every falsehood for I am passionate about keeping your precepts. Now, it's not that he's lying. He done killed someone. He done committed adultery. There's a gazillion things he did that don't even have written down. Those are just some of the notable ones. But he says here, you say, well, why are you mentioning the bad of him? I want you to know that he was human, but God said your heart is after mine. That's what makes him have the effectual fervent prayer. That's what makes prayer powerful. The heart condition, not the mighty words, not the scholar words, not even the length or time, though I think length and time is important to sit before the father and engage in Holy Ghost. But on the same hand, it's still coming from that which is of your heart after Yahweh. And I love this part. After he says, I despise every lie, though he was clearly a liar. I stop to praise you seven times a day, all because your ways are perfect. You see where he was hiding himself? He was hiding himself, not in the condemnation of the lack of uprightness in his life, which I'm not justifying, but I'm also not condemning because Christ came to take away all condemnation. He says, I stop to praise you seven times a day. Now, seven is also the number of completion. So in that completion, I am in complete worship. I'm in complete praise. I'm in complete prayer throughout my day and my night. This is such a great peace and well-being that comes to the lovers of your word. And they will never, ever be offended. Oh, come on. I want to read one last scripture from David's cry. I remember Yahweh had me about three years ago do this study. I did Psalms 119 every day. I studied it. Also, if you go to the King James, the new King James version, you'll see that it does the Hebrew living letter over each, not each scripture, but over a few different scriptures going through it. And you can engage those Hebrew living letters. I love this. This is him. He goes, it's like he said Yeshua, though. I know he didn't say Yeshua, though. I know he knew of Yeshua. He knew of the Holy Spirit. He mentions the Holy Spirit. He knows of Yahweh. He sat before Yahweh. He walked in the heavens. He saw in the heavens. I wait for your deliverance, O Lord, for your words through me like nothing else. Invigorate my life so that I can praise you evermore. And may your truth be my strength. And then I love this part. He just speaks out of the heart that we should walk in. He says, I'll never forget what you taught me, Lord. I won't forget your ways. But I love this disclaimer. It's, I call it the human disclaimer. But when I wander off, he didn't say if, he didn't say maybe. He said, when I wander off and lose my way. I love this. I get so emotional when I read this part because I can feel it. I can feel what he's saying. Because this is how much I love my Jesus. He said, come after me, for I am your beloved. Come after me, for I am your beloved. Oh, can you sense that? 
he says, Father, I love you. I'm going to worship you all day. I'm going to be in prayer all day. I will sit in my heart before you all day. I will stay in your holy temple. I hate all liars and thieves and those that are wicked and unrighteous, though my life is riddled with iniquity. But that is my soulless and fleshly man that's not fully submitted unto the spirit being of who I am. But the spirit being of who I am says, I will never forget what you taught me. But if I wander off and lose my way, oh, Father, come after me. For I am your beloved. Sometimes I wish people would do that. They see someone in error. Maybe someone failed you. Maybe someone went and did something behind your back that hurt you. Don't you know deep inside they could be crying out. If I failed you, come after me. For I am your beloved. What a precious thought of unconditional love for Yahweh to man and man to Yahweh and man to man and woman to man and man to woman. I thank you for the revelation you're sharing with us. A life of prayer is sitting in the mountain of the presence of the Lord at all times, no matter we're working, riding our bike, walking in the field, walking along the beach, singing, dancing, watching TV, whatever we're doing, reading a book. I'm in the midst of his presence. Once again, this is Sagima Bay. I love you so much. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Share my podcast with your friends, whether around the world or around the corner. Shalom.